Hi, welcome to Log Podcast. So last week, um, my grandmother, who is living in Tainan, he, uh, she got infected by the COVID. So I went back to Tainan to um, take care of her for one week. Today, she got um, do the quick te- quick test of positive was on a Friday. So I will have to finish my work around like 7 p.m. and then took the like high speed rail to go back to Tainan and. At the time that I arrive, her house is like it's already midnight, and I rush into her room to check on her whether she, she's like having a fever or something. I want to take her temperature, and when I go into her room, I just I, I saw her laying there, and her face was very painful because of the fever and. There's a lot of like tissues around her on the bed that she didn't have the the strength to clean it up, and it's all over her like all the tissue and all the like wet towel she was using. And I I I call her. I say, Hey, Grandma, I'm back. Um, this is this is David, and she she was in 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 some sort of like coma. Like she's so painful that she couldn't even hear hear me. So I just take her temperature and clean up a little bit, and then just leave the room and let her rest. And that 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 scene really, really make me feel very sad because it's a it's a very lonely place that she was in when she have to deal with the the, the COVID by herself alone in the city where. Uh, her other kids are so busy with their life. I don't blame them because they sure did have something they have to deal with at the moment. So that's why I, I go back as a grandson. But seeing that her living by herself and being so lonely and painful really like sh- shot me, you know. And I- I'm also very glad at the same time that I know that there's a lot of people out there. Have to deal with this kind of situation by themselves and maybe without money or something like that. And I have the ability to have the um, the freedom that I can work from anywhere anywhere in Taiwan, so that I can take care of her at, at the same time I can work from home. Uh, I feel very, very blessed. Yeah, and so usually I take care of her in the morning and check her up, check her up with the quick test, and also. Um, Take her to the hospital from day to day, and um, besides all that, and my work. After I finish my work, I can go out for food, and you know, every day in Tainan, I have like at least ten to twenty restaurants in my pocket list that I can go visit, and I, I'll have to have deal with this kind of decidophobia that oh, wh- which restaurant I have to go, which like traditional food I have to try. And everything is so good that there's no way I will ever made a mistake going going to a shitty place to have food, and that kind of ex- experience is it's nothing to compare here in Taipei because in Taipei, when when I'm working from home, there's always like only two or three options that I have to pick from, and maybe three of them are pretty lame or something like that. So it's so you know it's so luxury that. All the Tainan people every day they wake up they were so in 
they can they are like literally spoiled with all the choices and everything's so good and so cheap and i i went to a lot of different cafe as well when i was in tainan because the coffee the, the coffee shop culture is also so well established there in tainan and every coffee shop is like they have their own style and i think i think their their espresso is okay because i'm relatively more into the coffee so i have a very high standard when it comes to espresso but i think the vibes and also how they treat their customers there is it's really good so last week despite that my grandma was suffering from the covid situation overall i really enjoyed the time that i'm in tainan and also it was a great moment for me to have some quality time with my grandmother like we watched some like korean drama she she watched like five or four times in a row before but we still can enjoy it again when we're together and also listening to some of her like an old people radio station talking about politics that i can know that or oh, what what are the old people's thinking when it comes to um, the current day's politics in taiwan and that is quite interesting as well and yeah it's just that it is just what happened most of the time last week and for the work related progress last week um i did a very like major stuff when it comes to my side project which is i established um, a CICD pipeline on azure and the, the the reason why i picked this like infra platform is because i was picking between like gcp um aws and also azure and azure is um the only one who can set a like a price cap or is like a budget cap uh, on the system while other two cannot which means that if my account got hacked by others and they use it use my account as a like a virtual machine to maybe do the crypto mining and my bill will just be exploded I had a very bad experience when it comes to like AWS because one of my virtual virtual machine got hacked by the hacker and the the bill last that month almost like took me around 10k or something like USD and that was crazy so I must use a a service with a like hard cap that I can set and beside the hard cap I think when it comes to a user experience doing the like SRE stuff on the platform i think azure might be the best among three of them i also try other like a smaller platforms such as like um the digital ocean which is also real real good when it comes to user experience but i still pick azure because i think if i'm going to go into other um company or other start startups in the future i still have to get familiar with all these like major um, service providers and I think um, documentation wise Azure did a I would say okay job definitely way better than GCP and way better than AWS but um, I think the community community resource wise AWS might have a better edge on this and also the I, I, I always don't get why all the like the pipeline yaml file have to be so like like human unfriendly you know it's like writing some mystery mysterious code for the computer that is so hard to be understand by human but i don't i, I kind of think this kind of configuration file should be 
more and more like human readable. Um, it it kind of remind me the time that I, when I was in, in in college studying like the the firmware, I'll have to write in those kind of like hardware languages and the low level languages that it's so hard to understand and you have to control the like nitty gritty when it comes to interpreting the information to the computer while writing yaml file may kind of make me have that kind of same same kind of feeling i feel like wow this is 2023 and the yaml file is still so like so 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 primitive you know it took me like the entire night using three or three or four hours time to even set up just a simple environment variable on the on the on, on the azure DevOps pipeline that's that's way so crazy i don't think i'm that stupid and so while i set up a cicd pipeline last week on azure it was such a great feeling that i can only like commit my code on the on the master branch and push it up to the git git github and it triggers the cicd and seeing the pipeline run and tell me right or wrong um, wh whether it's passed or not it feels so good and also i add in another feature that i'm so happy that i, I do is I connect the, the CICD status with a Discord bot and got me like um, have a pick into the Discord bot ecosystem, which is a really, really like well-established and well-documented system that I can um, make some like Discord bot with all the like custom customizable like configuration that I can do to make the bot very, very easy to use and very clear on the message. <clears throat> excuse me so i established the uh, cicd and also the discord bot because i don't want to receive email i don't i just want to look at the discord and know that oh this pipeline is passed and also it i got back into the back-end development after like i think it's after four years because last time i do back-end development was in, at my first job like writing the c sharp um like dot net core MVP or something, uh, MVC or something like that, and it was a good, good feeling because I, I've always wanted to get back to the back end because from now on, I think on the front end side, I'm doing okay. I can almost develop any kind of feature I want to have on the front end side. So as long as I get back to the back end and get my skill back, I think I will be able to be a really like okay level full stack developer that is one of my like a uh, recent career goal of mine and i was picking between express or next because the next framework got su such a hype lately with all the integration with the let's say the virtual versal like platform but unless i i still pick express because i don't want to overkill um the tech stack just at the face of building up the MVP and I might look into the fast fastify fastify package in the future because it's also very like well recommended on reddit and I think overall that's it and I will try to build the MVP and try to come up with the full picture of the product I want to build and there's something in my mind that I'm cooking right now it's about trading and I after a long time, I think this is something that closer to the trajectory. I think it's a good enough subject to work on like 100%, you know.
and it was a good feeling. And for the last section, I want to share a few books that I'm reading currently. Um, if these book turns out to be good for me to have a like a nine out of ten or more than that kind of grading, I will share some part of the some of the good parts that I learned from those books. And the first one is the Effective Engineer by Edmund Lau. So far, very good. Le learned a lot from that. And the second one is the Preparing Cafe Espresso as a Culinary Art by David um, Schumer. And another one is um, the book called Company of One by Paul Jarvis. And so far that book is not that good because I feel I kind of feel like it's a, a lot of different like pieces of information combined. Those kind of information with so low quality of content that can be made on random people on Twitter combine all together into this book. So, so far not that good. And also I read a lot of like newspaper sent from um, the Morning Brew and also the DHH, who's the Ruby on Rails um, a founder. I'm such a DHS, DHH fanboy right now reading all his material and those are the materials I'm reading this week and since reading more books is one of my like a 2023 like a new year resolution the method I'm using right now is to try to read book in a very short period of time and spread it out across the day for example I will read a book like three minutes in the morning three minutes during the, the work break or like um, even like 30 seconds <laughs> before bed I think and, and I switch between like three or four books at the same time so that to, to keep, the, keep the momentum and also try not to keep make myself bored out of it I think this kind of like boredness when it comes to like reading only one book one type of information absorb at the same time at, 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 at one time is kind of a like bad habit because nowadays our dopamine got dopamine system got destroyed so easily across different platforms different social media different tools i think this is the way that i adapt to it i don't know whether it's good or not just try to experiment and i'll sure share some goodies with you guys if i have encountered any so this is it. This is the episode um, of the Lock Podcast.